Hilchas Beis HaBechira, the laws that govern everything to do with the Beit HaMikdash, God's holy home, the ground zero for Jewish spirituality. We are learning the sixth chapter. Today we are going to study the 13th halacha. A brief recap. We've learned that in order to expand sacred scrimmages, which include both the city of Yerushalayim as well as the Beis HaMikdash. And that's because the sacred scrimmage or the area which is deemed to be holy means that we can do acts of holiness. We can actually perform mitzvahs, mitzvah conventions, our envelopes or mechanisms that allow us, us, Hashem's children, to nurture a deeper and more profound relationship with Him. And that's what holiness is made of. So sacred scrimmage simply means an area that is predisposed already that can enable us to be able to achieve these special things. The Beis HaMikdash is the holiest area of the entire world. It's surrounded by an area that is a Kedusha, a holiness that is somewhat lesser than the Beis HaMikdash. We learned yesterday and in the days prior that certain things can only be performed. For example, certain kinds of Kodshim. Those are edibles, sacred edibles that will come from the Beis HaMikdash can only be consumed in the holy city of Yerushalayim. Those large walls enclosed the area that was indeed considered to be sacred. We talked about the possibility of expanding that scrimmage. Today we're going to learn about how we can expand the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash, which enables us to achieve very special things, things that can only happen by virtue of Kohanim. And I have to add that whilst we had precedence for some of the things we talked about by virtue of biblical verses that describe what happened in the times of Ezra, we have no description, no biblical record of anything like this ever being done. So the Beis HaMikdash in the time of the Second Temple era was precisely on the location of the first Beis HaMikdash, although they added additional courtyards in the front that did not have the Kedusha, that did not have the holiness of the Azorah because there are different grades of holiness. We're not going into that now. We've talked about it in a previous class. In fact, there are 10 different grades of holiness. There's Eretz Yisrael, there's the city of Yerushalayim, there's the Har Habayis, there's the Chel, there's the outer uh, courtyards, there's the inner courtyard, the Heichal, and of course the Kodesh HaKadoshim. I'm not going into that right now. The point that I want to make to you is that we have no record of this actually ever being done. But we have a tradition that this is how it would be done. And... In the same way that we expanded the city of Yerushalayim by bringing something of an offering that could only be eaten in the city of Yerushalayim. And we had two offerings. With one, we, if you will, trespassed the area of what had been considered sacred up to that point. And then we ate some of the morsels, some of the leftover of the lechem. That, that, that came from the Korban Todah, which has to be eaten in the city of Yerushalayim. So the same thing now happens in the actual expansion of the Beis HaMikdash area. V'chein, similarly, says Rambam, Im hoisifu al ha'azorah. Were they, 
were they to expand the Azara, it would be sanctified with the remnants of Mincha Matzah. Now, this is very interesting. This is very interesting because we talked about lechem, we talked about chametz, we talked about loaves, two loaves from the Korban Toda, which were going to be eaten in the city of Yerushalayim. And one had to be burnt, and we wouldn't be able to burn a Korban just like that, so we used the lechem. But the question is, if we're talking about expanding the area of the Beis HaMikdash itself, we know that the meat of Korban Chatos, the meat of a sin offering, or the meat of an ashram, of a guilt offering, has to be eaten by the Kohanim in the area of the Azara. And as our sages put it, HaKohanim Ochlim, the Kohanim or the priests, consume this sacred meat, Ubalim, and the people who brought those offerings, Mitkaprim, they receive atonement. So why would we eat remnants of a meal offering, or of matzah, when in fact we could have eaten the remnants of an actual korban, the korban, chatas, or asham? Well, the answer, my friends, is actually quite simple. We had to bring a special korban in order to be able to make this expansion ceremony happen. You cannot bring an animal offering, well, just like that that can only be eaten in the area of the Azara. The animal offering that can be brought by the generosity, if you will, or free spirit, what's called a korban is a korban toda. And the meat of the korban toda does not have to be eaten only in the scrimmage of the Azara, only in the courtyard of the base of Migdash. That can be eaten in the entire city of Yerushalayim. So you need something that can only be eaten inside the scrimmage of the Azara. The chatas cannot be brought at will, neither can the asham. These are offerings that are brought by individuals or sometimes by the court when certain infractions, when certain sins have been committed. But in this case, this is a good thing. We don't tell somebody, hey, why don't you go sin a little and then you can bring a carbon. That's ridiculous. So what can be brought as an adava, what can be brought as a free-spirited, generous offering without any duress whatsoever, is a mincha, is a meal offering. Now the meal offering, this would be then in the image of the korban toda. And the way these meal offerings or flower offerings would be brought is that a kometz, a fistful, would be taken from the dough. It would be thrown onto the mizbeach where it would burn. And the remnants, the leftover of the dough, would be eaten by the kohanim. Now, a mincha that a kohen themselves bring must be burnt in entirety. Nobody can consume that mincha. But mincha that Yisraelim, that ordinary Jews, would bring in the Beis HaMikdash can and must be consumed by kohenim only in the Azara, only in the Beis HaMikdash itself. And so, this is what we would call dumya deshtei toidois. This is similar to the two toda offerings brought by the Sanhedrin. And although the Ram doesn't say it here, I would presume that these mincha offerings would be brought by the Sanhedrin and the mincha offering would then be eaten by the Kohenim, as we'll see in a moment. So the Ram uses a very interesting verbiage over here. He says, Ma Yerushalayim, just as. The way we have to read this is Ma, Ma usually means what, but here it has to be read as, in Hebrew, Kishem She Yerushalayim. 
just as Yerushalayim. The Toda which is eaten in it. That's what brings about the sacred nature. The Rambam's teacher, the Rimegash, commenting on Masechet Shavuot that we mentioned yesterday, emphasizes that the eating of the offerings, be it in Yerushalayim or in the expanded area of the Azara, are not merely signs of the consecration of the new area of the city or that the courtyard has now been expanded, but rather the consecration, the sanctification of this ground, of this area, what makes this scrimmage sacred is the eating of these offerings. And the Ramam, of course, here in his ruling, seems to follow the teaching of his Rebbe of the Rimagash. As he says, Ma Yerushalayim ba. The Toida, when you eat the Korban Toida, Mikadashto, that in essence sanctifies it. Af Hazara. So too, we would say with regard to the Azara, Shire HaMinochis. The remnants of these menaches, which would not be eaten, save in it, only in it. So those menaches, which would only be eaten in it, that would serve in effect to expand the area, the scrimmage of the Azar of the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. As we know, as mentioned, that the Shiraim the shir, the shir, the can only be eaten in the Azar. You hear the verbiage. Hain, it is they, Shemikadshin, that serve to sanctify, that serve to hallow this ground. And so, just as we said with regard to the city of Yerushalayim, you go to the outer reaches of the area you wish to sanctify, and then you eat it there. So too, these, would, these remnants of the meal offering would also be eaten. In the outer area, outer reach of the space that they desired to sacredly dedicate or to consecrate. So now you know, my friends, how to expand not only the city of Yerushalayim, but we also know how to expand the base of Migdash itself. As mentioned in the outset of today's little class, we have no record of this being, ever being done, and we do not know if this will happen when Mashiach will come. It's very possible that the Beis HaMikdash will be expanded, as it says that the future Beis HaMikdash will be expanded to incorporate the entirety of the city of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim will be expanded to incorporate the entire area of Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael, the Kedusha of holiness of Israel, will eventually envelop the entire globe. How and what will happen when Mashiach comes to bring about this expansion of sacred scrimmage, of course, is something that Be'ezrat Hashem, we will together Soon see, hopefully, Bimheira will be Amen speedily, and in our days, Amen. Thank you.